0: Welcome to Double Burst, a podcast about Dice Masters. We are a group of Utah players that want to bring you the latest Dice Masters, news, strategies, tips, and more. Whether you're a new or seasoned player, we hope this show has something for you. I'm KT Data, one of your hosts, and welcome to Episode 78. In this episode, we'll be talking about the best basic actions to use with the Uncommon Morph, an introduction to the Dungeons and Dragons terminology, and wrapping it all up with an errata of that where we actually... Nerf a favorite card. So let's kick it off with our best basic actions for the Uncommon Morph. All right, guys, we are here with the global guru, Zach. How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm excited for this one. So there has been one card that I don't think any of us really expected coming from the spoilers that would make a really big difference. I don't know. I I
1: really, really liked this one when I was doing the draft cheat sheet. (laughs) This one yeah. snuck out, and I'm like, ooh, yeah. I but, really but think you, this one looks cool. Yeah,
0: did you really expect it prior to just, like, seeing it maybe once or twice?
1: It, it, was, it was hard because when I first saw it, I'm like, well, how are they going to rule yeah. this? You know, I think that was the main thing is people kind of had an idea. This might be good, but sometimes when they're like, ah, we don't know how it works, so let's not play it.
0: Yep, so, so the card we're talking about is Morph, Change of Heart. He's the Uncommon. And his ability is, when fielded, choose a basic action card. When morph attacks, use the double burst version of its effect. Full disclaimer, we had no influence in creating this card. It just, they just put double
1: burst. It's kind of our mascot, not going to yeah. lie. Du- yeah, double yeah. burst <laughs> written all over Maybe it. Maybe you should have a flag with
0: morph on it. Yeah, That would be cool. Um, so, And then if you missed out on our giant rules for forum update he was one of them that was mentioned they ruled that he ha, he only can pick basic action cards that have a an actual double burst ability printed on the card
1: right yep yep
0: so what we wanted to talk to you today since there are what is a uh, over 100 basic action cards now
1: oh yeah yeah there's tons
0: so what we what we did is we kind of distilled down to the ones that had double bursts both mm-hmm. modern and golden age and we wanted to talk about some of them that we think are, are pretty good basic actions that you could use with this morph. Um, so wh- where do you want to start with this?
1: Well, let's start with some modern ones. Uh, the the ones that people have been talking about. There's some that kind of jump out that are just obvious that they're a little better than some of the others. Uh, main one being Betrayal. Yeah, A lot of people um, just... Go go to that because it's really good and kind of simple. You don't need other things to get them to work.
0: Yeah, so for, for Betrayal's ability, deal one damage to target opponent for each character die in their field zone. And on the double burst, if Betrayal dealt at least two damage, put this die in your prep area. You might be asking, so do, do I move more for whatever? You're going to—I'm I'm, thinking—the way I interpret it is you move this invisible die, and at the end of the turn, that invisible die is gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it it doesn't yeah. <laughs> yeah, these these abilities don't really influence the morph. So yeah. you're not moving him if if the action die yeah. says is referencing itself. You don't you don't move that into morph.
0: Yeah. But you still get a triggers ability, which is actually a pretty good ability um cuz I know everybody around here knows that i didn't draft the win condition if betrayal is on my team <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um and then so what, what's another one that's actually pretty good
1: so my favorite one that i've been playing lately we've been doing some kind of wko testing and things like that um my favorite one is lethal blow yeah should, should we should we give
0: credit for to dr j i i, I hate ever acknowledging that He's right. He, he was the first. He, he mentioned of, you know, it, yeah. On our he was, chat, he, he mentioned it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I knew of it. I just don't <laughs> like to share these things and make it obvious and give away my secrets. So Okay, we'll call it a tie then. So, definitely, so, yeah. so, so that way he's but not. But I'm here he, yeah. talking about it, so I'll take the credit for it. <laughs>
0: okay. So, yeah, so um, with Lethal Blow, its ability is move target level one character from the die, uh, target character die from the field zone to the prep area, but on his double burst, side says, instead, move any target character die to the bag. So, so good, because this is on the spot, targeted removal.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the best thing is, with so many control characters out there, it's just nice to be able to just remove them, and not necessarily just send them to the KO, the prep area, to be able to be re-rolled, but it sends them to the bag. So if you do it right, and they have a lot of dice in their bag, then... They may take a turn or two. Yeah, they may not draw it, but... Um, it's a little bit better because it not only um, doesn't go to the prep area, so they get an extra dice, so they draw their four and get, so they they have five dice, right? Mm-hmm. This sends it to the bag, so it's going to be, e- even if they know they're going to draw it, it's one of the four dice. So they're not getting an extra one for getting something chaotic. It just removes it, sends it to their bag, and they're not going to get an extra Couple energy, energy, or a character out of it mm-hmm. by rolling it in the prep area Yeah,
0: and uh, so our, our the next one, I'm I'm looking at it, and this is always a double-edged sword. And I always tell people to don't get addicted to this basic action because I I feel like this is the one basic action that especially new players just they get addicted to it in every team they include on it, which is the unstable canister slash uh, magic, magic missile. missile. Um, which is deal two damage to target character dire player, and it's double burst is like you deal an yeah ad- it's, additional it's damage if you have a an adventurer
1: adventure. or a turtle character yeah,
0: or a turtle character. Yep. Plus, it has the global that has the payable. You deal one damage to character. Mm-hmm. The reason why I don't like this card that much for morph is because you're bringing it as much for your opponent as you're bringing it for morph.
1: Yeah, the nice thing though is with morph you don't have to actually buy the dice. So you have a little bit of an advantage. Mm-hmm. Plus if you've got four morphs out there, you're triggering it, you know, four times in one turn, which is awesome.
0: But the the drawback is they can go buy the they dice. They can go buy them. They yeah. also have the global, so morph's only a 3 on his top end and mm-hmm. he's a 2 2 he's 2 on the other ones. Yeah. So they could ping morph out before they can ping he can, out attack. Before he can yeah. attack. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so
1: that, that's that's kind of the way that I think they've controlled that is uh yeah, so so it's not necessarily great. And there are other ones that deal direct damage. So if you don't want to bring that one and kind of potentially hurt yourself...
0: Yeah, because that definitely can turn around. With yeah. Betrayal, it's a little less because if you're attacking with Morph, mm-hmm. he's more likely to get knocked out or they'll just let him through. So that's one less character on your field. So they may not be able to damage you as much.
1: Yeah, but if you, if you want to go more of the direct damage route, which you got to be careful... Um, if you're doing this like in a draft or in set because there's Bishop that could totally negate all of this direct damage, but if you did something like um, Shockwave, KO all level one characters, um, and then also deal three damage to an opposing player. So you're doing the three damage automatically with the double burst, mm-hmm. um, but you also get a KO level one characters. Just make sure, you know, you yeah. don't have a bunch I, getting ko I never, no- as well, I never but- noticed this card had a counter to itself
0: <laughs> with the global pay yeah. one, one energy uh, and target level one characters unaffected by activation.
1: yeah so I mean if it ideally you're doing this on your turn so you yep. can have some energy protect the ones you need to you know if if they if they're saving the energy then you know make them burn it and yeah maybe save them but you're you're triggering this for free and still doing the three damage to yeah. them
0: and, and if you guys are, if you guys are wondering that's a that's a golden age card
1: yes yeah. so, uh, so, so one of the if they older. say modern only you can't bring that one
0: yeah um and so let 's see what what are some of other ones that are you so, know they're they 're still good but not
1: like not like super super yeah which, which is good i yeah. think they've really balanced this by by allowing only the double burst um yeah like because you know you run it with like front line dude, or something you it could have been really, if you run really it with cloud good. kill
0: if they hadn't ruled it that way i i we did one tournament with cloud kill. it was just stupid yeah just it, it was almost like i had a continuous action cloud kill i like could trigger or whatever it
1: was just yeah yeah dumb. it would be really hard but one uh sticking with maybe some golden age rally is kind of cool the old uh Promo move up to two sidekicks from your use pile. Well, with the double burst, you get to move three three sidekicks. So by doing that, you have maybe some more attackers. So if you could lose potentially
0: you could lose one blocker when you attack with morph, mm-hmm. but you gain three more. Yeah, and, or two more. So
1: attackers. You, yeah, or blockers. Or blockers, blockers for yeah. the next turn. Yeah, because yeah. because you you throw these out right at the start of your uh, your attack step, so those will go out there. Um, the good thing about it is you're uh, thinning out your bag by Mm -hmm. getting some of those. So just make sure you don't uh, take some bag burn.
0: (laughs) You you suffer any bag burn lately? I do. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Morph and Mimic go really well together. Just don't burn your bag and
0: burn yourself out. Rare Ricochet and Infiltrate go well together too, but you feel some of that rash too.
1: Exactly. (laughs) So so you got to be careful with that, especially if you have a couple morphs out. Um, but it's it's awesome way to thin your bag, get some extra attackers or blockers, um, especially with with all the cool stuff with sidekicks coming out.
0: Yeah, um and I the one that I, I, I like on this list that's golden too. It's I, I believe this is the original give somebody Overcrush die without using the Overcrush
1: keyword. This one is actually one of my favorite ones. I've played it once with this, and it works really, really well. Yeah. So let's
0: see if I can get this right so Jared won't get mad at me.
1: I play Horn of the Unicorn!
0: (laughs) And it's... So it's on its... um, its ability is two of your monsters get plus one attack and plus one defense, and then on its double burst side, damage to those monsters deal an excess of total defense of their blockers is dealt to your opponent. You're like, what in the world is that? That is overcrush. Overcrush.
1: <laughs> so, yep. It's spelled out overcrush before yeah. they get ga- they had the keyword. Yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure they added this card with the giant list of it yep. to say you gain overcrush.
1: Yeah. So this one's great because you get to buff two characters, monsters or characters. And then you get to give them both overcrush because you get to use that that double burst ability, and there's also a global on there to be able to buff them even more. So mm-hmm. you get those good characters out there. Um, you know, target two of your characters, give them. You know, it, it's I nice like, because you I give like, him. Yeah, I like giving morph overcrush. Give him plus. He's, a,
0: he's art, I think he's a three attack on the top end.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. not not great. It's like, you know, two attack. Or a two, he's two all all, all the way around. Yeah, and but, so he's but, not great, but he'll get plus one, so he'll yeah, so be three once you give him the plus one. But then you you save some you save some, some bolts bolts and buff him up, and so they're like, well, if you block him, you know, then he can come back and you do it Dude, again yeah. next turn. If not, you pump him up. and You are taking overcrush. at least three damage. Yeah, so, so it's kind of a win win. That, that.
0: Yeah, that's what that's kind of why I like that. And one. then
1: pair him up with something else that you want to give overcrush that can be beefy and
0: yeah, make him uh, really choose like, who like, they want to like who uh, they want to any block. Any of these new Wolverine die.
1: Like, yeah, it's that rare one he, that would work really like well. Like they have
0: good—I mean, they have decent abilities. But mm-hmm. if you can buy a Wolverine and give him Overcrush without any bonuses, he's yeah. already pretty good.
1: And the thing I like about this morph is you can pair him with like one other character, and that's like your win condition, your team, and then you just build everything else around that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could bring two basic actions. You know, you want to bring one that gives o- Overcrush and another one that does removal. You just got to make sure that. You know, when you field it,
0: choose the right one. one. So that's where you want to practice. And one thing
1: we should probably clarify is let let's say I have a morph in the field that has chosen one basic action and I'm now fielding a second one. It's uh, they, they've ruled that if I choose a different basic action, it overrides it, it. overrides yeah. it, and so they both have chosen this the the same basic action,
0: which, which is good. Because imagine yeah. that. <laughs> well, it'd be so hard to track. <laughs> yeah, that, and you have four of them, so you pick yeah. one of each. That's, I mean, yeah,
1: and uh, it's still good. Yeah, I mean, it, that that doesn't. Really yeah, he's
0: already a mini Ultraman. Let's not make him into a full Ultraman. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, exactly. What are what are a couple of them that kind of caught you by surprise? You know, like their fun abilities that you could use.
1: Um, another one that's, that could be kind of fun and they have a couple versions of this, but field promotion, spin all of your characters up to level three. So with, with all of these awaken things, you can, it, it kind of makes it a little more viable. You have this one morph, uh, you attack with them, spin your stuff up, you know, trigger the storm, uh, Jubilee uncommon do some damage, do some uh, re-rolling of opponent's dice. You could have some fun yeah, with you, that on an Awakened team. Yeah.
0: I, I like the, um, what was it? Uh, the Oppression Begins. Yeah. I, I've always liked this card. I've always liked the text on this card, but it's expensive. You'd have to really build around this. Because this was a five cost, I believe. Um, in, yeah, I can't ter- remember. It's like energy. a four or five cost, yeah. yeah. But it, it was always expensive, but I love this ability because it's KO all characters with a fielding cost of zero, and then on its double burst side these characters go to the used pile instead of the prep area which i love because unlike some people in our group we don't want things to go to the prep area when they're knocked
1: out <laughs> we want them yeah. to be used yeah uh, y- well i mean you're you're, pro- you're probably trying to get your opponents yeah. to get in there so then it's
0: cuz it gums up their bag yeah, it it's, it, co- yeah, it causes so, so yeah. many problems going to used instead of prep it, it's it's kind of crazy if you are yeah so so,
1: so i mean if you are going to use this um Morph. I think he only has a fielding cost on his level three side, um, so he would actually <laughs> go yeah. on any other side. And so your other characters, you'd want to make sure you build around that and make sure they, you make know, sure there, there's a bunch of them that have like a one-one-one fielding cost on all three uh-huh. sides. So kind of build those type of things in, in, into your team.
0: Yeah, that that or make sure you have something to spin them all the way up. Yeah, uh, that's always good. Um. If, let's see. Any anything else? that's Another on this
1: list? one. I, I've always liked the um the the basic action blessing from D and D because I, I really like um weenie teams. You know, yeah, just get lots boosting of things stuff out up. there. And so this one would just boost them all. Give them all. Yeah, because each one. of your
0: characters get plus one attack and plus one defense. Um, and then two of your characters get an additional, so that's yeah. plus two yep. for two of your characters. Yeah, so
1: I would usually, you know, it, it gives him plus one, so he's at three, make him four, so it makes them rethink if they want to make him go through or not. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, if you have a bunch of sidekicks or a bunch of, you know, cheap characters, you can just buff them all, and it really makes you, uh, you know, rethink what you're going to yeah. do. Yeah,
0: and another one that we we discovered from doing a crap, crap draft with Russ was Enslavement. That one's another fun one because it's KO, KO up to two target sidekicks. Mm-hmm. But on its double burst side, it says deal one damage to your opponent for each sidekick oh, yeah. knocked out by this card. So it's, you know, free two damage somehow, you know, especially with the Professor X global Yeah, now. you're
1: doing removal plus some yeah,
0: damage. Like, I, have you noticed if, there's, if the new Professor X global, the one where you feel the sidekick from your used pile is on the field somewhere... Both players end up using it. Oh yeah, yeah. So you use this, use that to your advantage and yep. knock them out, and do some deal damage. some
1: damage. Um, it, it could give them a little bit of ramp, you know, give them some extra energy, but but you know, you're, you're dealing enough, damage, yeah, so you, it's not, yeah, it's, it's like, not the worst like, thing. Yeah, you, you're getting. They'll have less for blockers that. too. Um, the uh, one other one that I I've I'm really intrigued with, and I want to try some one of these teams with like big, huge defensive stats, like a blob or Modok and then play something like the uh take cover where it gives um character dice you control plus 2 defense and then with the double burst target character die gets an extra 3 defense so this is one of those applied ones where as soon as it's used it gives them all of that 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 defense and then you swap them so you yeah. you you could potentially get <laughs> let's see so blob is 8, eight. On his top ten, end, so it's eleven <laughs> plus three more. So you could give him thirteen. So he'd be a thirteen attack oh, if geez. you could swap it. He'd have like one defense at that point, but that's that's when you hope you didn't bring Magic Missile it. as your other exactly exactly. <laughs> but but like something ping. like that would be really fun to give him a huge defense and then swap him.
0: Yeah. So so I think we've covered most of kind of the ones that we found that had some pretty cool abilities. So I you know I I, I t- tell people always kind of experiment see what other different things that you can play with other than kind of just the ones that everybody goes to because sometimes that can throw your opponent off guard Yeah, and say if you're playing a mirror match and you bring one of these different ones and your opponent's not prepared for it you you could change the tide so you could win that
1: batch. and end up coming here we have a new set that will have new basic actions we haven't seen a lot of basic actions lately but the D and D set will have some new ones so i'm interested to see which of these are going to have we know magic missiles yeah, that's, in there. so that's like going to that. be in the rotation or that's going to be in i guess the the modern format for a little while yeah. so I'm, that'll I'm always be. You guys, the, like
0: what else don't always reach for that Try some of the other yeah, stuff. Try yeah, try some other stuff. Let's try some Absolutely. other stuff. All right, Zach, we will have you back a little bit later. And this time, we're doing an errata that. And instead of making something better, we're actually going to nerf a card. Okay, guys, we are here with Dr. J and the KO King. How are you guys doing today? Good. Um, I'm. This is an interesting segment, um, especially with the new Dungeons & Dragons Tomb of Annihilation draft pack coming out. I always see this pattern come out when a new D&D set comes out that people tend to forget some of the terminology that is used in D&D because some of it is so specific to just D&D cards you don't just you don't use it that often right yeah i
2: think that's because you know we have these spaces between the D&D sets and new people are jumping in who like superhero stuff and then all of a sudden the D&D set comes out and they want to still be a part of the new set that's coming out and then they see these cards and there's all this Weird these, these weird words and stuff on there that, that that just don't match up with the superhero sets and affiliations.
0: Yeah, and yeah, because it's, it's alignment Yeah, it's yeah. different. So let let's start out with the one that I think I hear get the mo- I, we see the most questions about. That is experience. Can you guys explain how experience works? Well, with Minskamboo, if
2: it's active,
3: <laughs> it gets experience. Stop talking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so experience it. If you have a character with experience in the field and one of your opponents, monsters. monsters, So
0: that's the black banner with the three red claws going down. And
2: that's an affiliation. So in Marvel, Avengers, X-Men, those are affiliations. Monster is an affiliation. Monster not equal to Yu-Gi-Oh monster. Not equal to (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh monster, that's right. If one of the characters with the black banner with the red claws gets knocked out while you have a character with experience in the field...
0: At the end of your turn. At the end of
2: your turn, meaning if that character is still in the field when your opponent's turn begins, that character gets an experience counter on their card, and that experience counter gives plus one attack and plus one defense. Experience counters are permanent unless there's an ability that removes it.
0: Which usually involves another D&D card. Yeah, which (laughs) usually
2: involves another D&D card. It seems like a really good mechanic, but when you're playing in like an unlimited format, it... Never triggers.
0: Yeah, because nobody really has monsters. Yeah, which against. is kind yeah. of
2: the the downside to it because no
3: one does play it in yeah it, unlimited. But then you, it's forgotten about yeah. in D anD. d When it can be very yeah. strong. Yeah,
2: and when you're drafting a D anD. d set, you you almost overlook it, but then you know you can't overlook it in a draft because your opponent can have. Three experience counters on one of their characters, they could have four of those and then characters. You just miss field, math it, and man, looking, you're gonna be boned. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you get three cost, four, you know, three cost characters at six, mm-hmm. seven attack.
3: Pretty easy. Yeah. It's,
0: well, one yeah. more one more note about um experience, it's only on your turn, too. Because I've yes. seen people try to add an experience token on your opponent's turn. Doesn't work that way.
3: Yeah. And it can't stack. You can't just have like four experience all of a sudden in one turn because I knocked out four However, balls.
2: if you have three characters with experience in the field and one cobalt or whatever gets knocked out, every single one of them gets an experience counter. So it could be beneficial in a draft to have several experienced characters.
0: Mm-hmm. And, okay. all right
2: Bella Foss going to make a... Think? I don't think <laughs> so. Strahd? Hopefully Strahd. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, Stra-
0: Strahd's gonna, gonna make a difference. Alright, so the, the next one I feel that is always confusing, and we kind of alluded it to in our first one, is the difference between affiliations and alignments. Because yeah. D&D has this kind of special thing they call alignments that is different from affiliations that we're used to from all the other sets. Yeah,
2: and if you've ever actually played D&D, this all makes sense. 100%. But if you haven't, it can be very confusing.
3: So... Al- what I always feel like people get confused when it says "good character" and they're like, oh, "This is a good character." My
0: normal <laughs> my <Marvel laughs> character is good.
3: He's a superhero. <laughs> man is good. There <laughs> were
2: when the first D and D set came out, there were so many rules questions, and it's like, so are all villain characters <laughs> evil, or and are all like X Men and Avengers good? And the rules for him was basically like, no, alignment is just D and D. Those are the only cards that it applies to. It does has nothing to do with the with the marvel or dc sets so the alignments there's three of them there's good there's evil and there's neutral yeah
0: and so if you don't have good vision bring a magnifying glass it's this tiny little circle that is near the cost of the card but it'll be either green with a leaf on yep. it yep um, that's neutral that's neutral and then white with a halo i think yep. is the good and then red has a little skull demon looking dude. it's so, like a helmet yeah.
2: with horns or yeah. something and not All character, all versions of a character don't always have the same alignment. In fact, the adventurers, the ones with experience, typically they change from each version. So you'll have a a good, a neutral, and an evil version, or they'll all be good. It kind of depends on what the character is. Like, all the dwarf clerics from Faerun Under Siege are all good characters, but all the elf wizards from Battle for Faerun are not. There's an evil one, there's a good one, and I think there's a neutral one. There it is fun to play
3: alignment. There's some, uh, Trent would discount all your good characters. I think it was a promo, but that was a lot of fun to play where. The
2: unicorn would buff all your yeah. good characters. Yeah.
3: So there's some fun stuff to do if you're staying in the D&D world with the alignment, uh, is a little bit different than just playing affiliation and, it's kind of fun. Yeah,
0: to yeah. and yeah. in terms of affiliation, they have one, two, three, four, five different affiliations. I actually have to look this up because I never remember any of these affiliations. There's
3: five
2: affiliations? <laughs> yeah. so, I thought uh, it was just oh, let monsters. Me, let, me see if, let me see if I can get them. Uh, there's Lord's Alliance. There's the Harpers. Uh-huh. There's,
0: uh
2: oh, shoot.
0: D-Wiz is one of them. Think of his subtitles. Oh,
2: oh, oh. Zentaram? Yep, that's uh there. Yep.
0: Uh, Did you get Monsters? No, no, no! Yeah, monster is one of them.
2: Oh, monster is <laughs> one of them. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking of that, I, and I don't know what the for, undead the last one
0: is. So it's uh, Emerald Enclave yeah. and Order. And did you say Order of the Gauntlet?
2: I didn't yeah, say I did. yeah. It Order of no. the
0: Gauntlet. So those are the those are the three. I don't think like uh, the alliances. Like le- other than monster, I don't think. <laughs> But other ones really matter. Yeah, which. I know,
2: right? Make, a, so, make an all Master Lords Alliance team. Go ahead. So, so speaking of works.
3: undead, where does undead fall in there? Because there's characters that say when undead it. That's there's the,
2: there's the one sub- more thing. Keyword, there's right? one more thing. No, there's one more thing with D&D that's or, different from all the sets, and that's the subtitles oh, yeah. matter. Yes. Because some of them have lesser, Let's, greater, paragon, undead, yeah. lesser, paragon, H- whatever. Humanoid. Humanoid, um, fiend. fiend. Those matter on some cards because there will be some cards that say, like, I think one of them says, like, reroll all humanoid yeah. cards. This sounds like very confusing. World? I know there's, there's so it much it is in a D&D. lot of fun, though. D&D yeah. is a lot, it's of fun. so much fun, but there's several things that you have to keep track of. The humanoid, you know. I, I feel like I played something that,
3: that relied on the humanoid, and uh, the yeah, beholder is a. I thought one of
2: them was he's, a an, aberration, isn't yeah, he's he? an aberration, isn't he? He's an aberration. It's it's the it's the it was the uh, the I think it was the rare um, gorgon or something from Fair and Under Siege did something oh, yeah. where it, it like the, re-rolled yeah. humanoids or something yeah Went yeah. when, <laughs> when filled and reroll your appointments humanoids, humanoids are yeah, yeah yeah that's works.
0: which was a humanoids.
3: counter to the swarm yeah so there are counters to like knocking out entire swarm characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: All right, so the next one that is, this is confusing, and it's probably gotten a little more confusing if you've just barely jumped into the Game of the Guardians of the Galaxy set, and that is gear. Because gear, mm. so one, yes, it does count in action dice, but it's a specialized type of action dice that o- only so far exists in the D&D world. Um, so you, do you kind of want to explain the nuances of gear?
2: Gear, it's basically like any other action die that you attach to a character. So think the Nova Corps uniform. The real difference is it can only be attached or equipped to characters with little another little emblem on the card.
0: Yeah. I'm starting to realize that as I get older, the D&D sets are going to be harder for me to read. That I'm just going to start packing a magnifying glass. It
2: doesn't seem so complicated to us, but, <laughs> but man, we, didn't we playing so it long. took us so long to get to the point where these things made sense. But talking about all these little things on the card is... Yeah. So so there's a, like a a crossing like a sword and an axe or something yeah, like that. Yeah, two
0: cutlasses I think or yeah,
2: whatever. It's <laughs> two weapons crossed. That means they can have gear equipped. The the only real difference between this and any other action is it has to be equipped to a character with that and when that character leaves the field the gear stays
0: there. Yeah. It's to emulate saying if a character died they drop they just their drop loot. in the loot, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> and, and, and then the they, next
3: character that comes by and then you can attach it at the start of your turn. At the start of. Yeah, you at can at change your attachments
0: your turn, yes. at the start of your turn. So that's yeah. the interesting part. So
3: so, this is interesting because when the super rare ring came out from the last anti set, everyone was so excited about the global on it that was the energy fixer. I still feel like the actual die of that was way overlooked. Isn't that that it a regenerate? En- regenerate. Yeah. So, you could yeah. have four out there with regenerate, you could have your
2: swarmers get regenerate, and it's a three cost, I want to say, right? The uncommon ring was overlooked too. It was really good in draft. It's something like you attach to a character and if it knocks out a character or something, then it dealt direct damage to your opponent or something like that. But I remember using that and thinking, this is a really good action, you know? And The gear's good. I think gear gets overlooked. Uh, There's characters in the new set. There's
3: uh, the lizard folk from the old set. They, They get a buff when you attach it. So you give them that regenerating ring... They get a buff, plus it's going to be harder for them to get out of the field. It's just a nice little thing. And then there's also the basic action gear that also adds some confusion. Yeah.
2: yeah. So there and, are a few basic actions. Probably, I think there's they've already spoiled a few from this set. Yeah. And then the previous set had basic actions that Flaming gear sword. can only be equipped to those characters. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So and, I'm, I'm hoping some of those older ones, they'll go back and errata and have that text specifically on there so it clears up some of this confusion yeah. that you have with that.
3: And did we decide the robe can it only be attached I like think, to gear? I th- yeah, or just I I think it, without a monster.
0: I think it's still gear because yeah. um, if you search for gear, it has the same subtitle as all the other gear things. So I, I, I could see that just fitting along with their, their theme. I, um, I always it would, would be cool would though, be if, yeah, if you could attach it to everything. But it might be a a
3: decent card. The
2: of it. struggle with gear was always there; didn't seem to be good enough adventurers to really equip them to. Yeah. where it would make that big of a difference. The helmet seems to be the thing that
0: was used because that would nice protect everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. I, I just like the whole thematic that it just drops in the field. So, yeah. so when Ken was playing his satchel team and he had D and D gear, <laughs> I just imagine that you know, Deadpool's just sneaking through this battlefield with all this dead stuff and like attaching right, dynamite to all of them strewn with strewn <laughs> with
3: all
2: this like <laughs> gear helmets and swords
3: laid all over the ground I remember playing in tournaments where people would bring the gear basic actions because they just didn't want to bring a basic action <laughs> <laughs> so, so they would just bring it with their team because right. like, well i couldn't no think of anything good
2: so i just brought <laughs> gear
0: <laughs> yep um and then so the the next one uh we'll, we'll cover really quick is npc dice which stands for non-player character i've always wanted to play a game where you play the non-play playable character and everybody else is doing their quests. i don't know why but that just seems interesting to me. to be NPCs the, are red shirts, man. Yeah, they just to, die. To be the NPC, you know, like handing out quests to people. Like that, <laughs> thing. Um, So in terms of Dice Masters, the rules forum has a equivalency chart on their page, and it says NPC equals sidekick on, the, on their page. So it should just count as a sidekick, because if not, I'd, that'd be really interesting <laughs> to play D&D and like... Yeah, or there's. I, there's <laughs> you use
2: sidekick dice as NPCs in D and D. Sidekicks yeah. are are NPCs. Yep. I remember
3: um, coming into this game NPCs, monsters, monsters. first, <laughs> <U-G-O>, <laughs> and just the whole thing was just wait. So this is a monster, but not a monster.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty. It's
0: yeah, pretty. Funny. Um, and then so the next one is a keyword that is near and dear to my heart. I, I've always loved this energy drain. And, and no, oh. it, it is it is breath weapon. Oh, I, I, I always have loved breath weapon. You'll find it on the dragons and it's either like breath weapon one, two, three, or isn't it an X? Yeah, yeah. maybe, I, I, maybe yeah. I think the new set I'm might anti- have I, one. There's an anti breath weapon. Yeah, I might be thinking of anti breath weapon. So breath weapon is when you attack, you pay whatever number energy, one, two or three usually, and then it deals that much damage to all your characters and your opponent because
3: <laughs> plus don't <two>. forget that. <laughs> More- I do that all the time when mathing I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, and I'm, I'm dealing you three damage. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> so you deal that all, all to your opponent and then it attacks like normal. Um and I, I, I always love doing that. An anti breath weapon is if you have a character that has anti-breath weapon, when somebody uses Breath weapon, you can pay the equivalent amount. So if it's a breath weapon one, you play pay one energy to counter it so they don't breath weapon.
2: All right,
3: so doesn't honest it, question. It if you guys throw ever it played
0: back
2: or them, them, I wanna it? I want to say deals it to them. Have
3: and you
0: ever played
2: characters. it? Have uh, you ever seen it played?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's why I don't remember it.
2: <laughs> well, Kevin's looking this up. There's also another important point to make about the D&D sets. I don't know if it's the same with the next one coming out, but the previous D&D sets, the keywords were not bolded like...
0: Well, you uh, can't tell because everything's... Every, these ones look they were more bolded. bolded.
2: Every all the wording was bolded yeah. in the past set, so I don't know if it's still that way in the new sets or not.
0: Yeah. So, anti breath weapon. When a character will die with breath weapon X attacks, you may pay X energy to prevent the damage. So, okay. You, you don't send it back. I think it there's was a card that Bahamut sends it back. did it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No. No. It was one of the ones with the anti
0: breath yeah. weapon. Yeah.
2: And Bahamut yeah. allows.
3: Nobody to use breath Yeah, yeah So wait, don't wait. put that on your breath weapon yeah. team. That was the greatest time. I
0: I, I played Russ one time and he has like a whole breath weapon team, and then he's like, I'm gonna buy Bahamut. And I'm just sitting there like, Does he like, know what he's bad doing? Bad.
2: <laughs> Other characters, Bahamut can still use it, right? Yeah. Yeah, but
3: yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: but but he feels it at all and he's like, I'm gonna breath weapon you this. And I'm like, you can't.
3: Like, oh, what? and <laughs> no, you won't. And that if I have if I have three uh White dragons, I can just—it's
0: only breath weapon one. Right. They don't stack. But if you have a white dragon, a blue dragon, a green dragon, you can breath weapon separately yes, for those. Yes.
2: Yeah. So each each individual type master. of dragon can only use breath weapon one time a turn. Yep. Throw that taskmaster in there; he gets it too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just love <laughs> any taskmaster doing everything. Um, and here's a stupid keyword that who would ever use this fabricate Best keyword in the game? Like who would ever use this fabricate thing? It's, so I,
2: it's lame, people. <laughs>
0: So Russ, you want to explain how Fabricate works? So
3: Fabricate will have say Fabricate dash or two dash four, which means I have to carry ko two characters that equal cost of four. So it can be an NPC
0: which counts as zero, right? If I remember right, right. yeah, zero. So and a, and a, a, four, a four cost, cost character
3: yeah. or two two cost characters or a three cost and a one cost. So it has to equal four purchase or cost. more. Or more. So I could do three two three cost yeah. characters
2: or two two a two and a three. So
3: you're purchasing, you're basically sacrificing to purchase, and the abilities are not bad for the golems. The thing is is that you trigger the when KO'd abilities.
2: Yeah, and I don't I don't get that because KOing your characters like there's no benefit yeah, to Yeah, why doing would you that. ever do that? Like you're
3: yeah. losing
0: characters in the field, it's it would,
2: just not worth it. It'd be really dumb to
3: <laughs> take two of your, you know, scarecrows. You're perfectly good, them. Yeah. Take your opponent's cards and purchase your.
0: Yeah, yeah. You yeah. you lost you two you perfectly good blockers, anymore, man. Now
3: you got you got the collector. You don't even need true. fabricate anymore. <laughs> fabricate
0: is very good, though. All right, that's and so let's see. We're going on to our next one which i think is an underappreciated keyword is energy drain. Yeah. Um is it is it uh lich uh the
3: lich lich, lich. yeah cuz he has a 2x X. <laughs> and it's only a 5 cost. It's actually two. a really nasty. Yeah. So yeah.
0: so with energy drain it's after Ooh. blockers are assigned spin each character engaged with a character die with energy down one level and spin uh the yeah each the, character engaged. Yeah with the character down one level, and then character dice at one, level one can't be spun down. Um, and then I believe it, lit, Lich, he spins up, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, Lich up spins up to level three that'd when be, you spin people that'd down. That'd be kind of fun. I don't know what you could so do to good. actually
3: make it like a win condition, but that would be fun because it's each engaged. Five. Like you do with your... Uh, um, Madam Web.
2: Madam Web. I was thinking like you could know where... Yeah, from Web, and then just
0: and spin them all down to
2: level one.
0: It would just be fun to drain everything. Yeah, Yeah. one of my favorite like energy drain characters that didn't really see widespread use was always the the one of the starter vampires because it had energy drain, and it was like the first time an attacking vampire, um, or. That first time, has so much potential. Yeah, the first the first time each turn an attacking vampire damages a character, gain two life, then draw a die and place it in your preparator. So not only are you spinning down a character, you're gaining life, drawing and, and preparing prepping a die. A die. That's like nuts, right? For a four cost.
2: Yeah, the only that, downside is her attack stats. Yeah, it's so. like a one two two. <laughs> yeah, so no true. one's ever gonna block it. They just no. let it through. It it could be so good if you could buff
3: it up somehow. I've I play it on a bunch of teams any time I can, but it's always
0: like this should be
3: such a good card. It yeah. gives me three abilities for a four cost. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then so and so last but not least in our quote unquote old keywords that we have is this thing that Russ has permanently removed from his version of the WizKids keywords page is swarm. Swarm. <laughs> Man, I hate so, so Jared, do you want to explain this? Because Russ sure. doesn't know how it works. So Swarm <laughs> I know how it works. It
2: works terrible. <laughs> swarm is an interesting ability. Usually it's on cheaper characters, but sometimes it's on more expensive characters. Swarm, if you have a die with Swarm in the field, then during your clear and draw step, if you draw another one of those dice, you get another you get to draw another die for every swarm you drew. So for instance, you have a kobold in the field and two in your bag. You draw three sidekicks and a kobold. You get to swarm, which means you get to draw a fifth die. If you draw the other kobold, then you get to swarm again and you draw a sixth die. You continue to draw until you until you stop drawing swarm characters that have another swarm character in the field. So if you have a situation, though, where you have like a kobold with swarm in the field and you have another character with swarm in your bag, and you draw that character. That does not trigger the swarm. You have to have the character in the field in order to have swarm work.
0: Yeah, because that's always the tricky part when I see new players try to do swarm. They'll, they try to swarm and they pull one, and you're like, you got to have one on the field first.
2: Yeah, this was a, it's what the only keyword from D and D to make it over into the Marvel
0: so DC stuff. It's just yeah, I want I want most people know what swarm had,
2: is because of the, that because uh, multiple the other man, night I. Tried to
3: play because I wanted to try the Cobalt promo that I had, and I haven't played it because I don't like the Cobalt. And I was playing Zach, and he was using that stuff in my bag, and I just I oh hated Swarm. Oh, my gosh, I hate Swarm. There's
2: nothing that will <laughs> shut down a Swarm team faster than some form of removal. Yeah, And
3: that's why I dislike it. I know it's kind of fun sometimes to use, but...
0: I've seen it it, work for Russ once.
2: It's a three-legged chair, man, and if one of the
0: if that leg is
2: taken out, it's
3: done. It, It does the opposite of what you want to do. It clogs your bag, and it's I. That's why I'm yeah,
0: honest. Uh, of, all, of all the time I've known Russ, I've only really seen him successfully swarm once in, like, two years. So I, I kind of get it. All right, so now we're moving on to two. Hold up, hold up. Oh, we right. forgot one. Which one? Cleave. Oh, oh yeah. like Cleave, your deal, man. It's
3: because <laughs> it makes me sad.
0: Don't remind it's, me. It's just on one, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just... one
2: card in the game with
3: Cleave. Uh, Maybe the new ones will have it.
0: Uh, they, they, I, maybe they kind of gave hulk or uh, a whole yeah, yeah, hulk so, hulk so cleave, cleave is if a die with cleave attacks and ko's a blocking character die with combat damage they deal half of their attack rounded down to another character die your opponent controls as combat damage only once it's i i think it's good because you're you can all potentially knock out two characters with one character except they put it on one character and
2: and it's a yeah. character with terrible attack sets. <laughs> yeah. You have to yeah. get experience on it. And by the time you do that, like you, you yeah. sh- should have gone some other way. Yeah, you should have
0: gone. All right, so now we'll go on to the two new keywords that we know so far that's showing up in the next set. Um, and if you're wondering where we got these, go to the WizKids keyword page. One of my favorite pages to have referenced when people ask questions is the WizKids keywords page. The first one is a tune. It's while a character you control with a tune is active when you use an action die that character deals one damage to target player or character die no matter how many of that character dice are active i
3: feel like they could have put storm as the keyword Is storm yeah Yeah. storm
0: (laughs) rare storm, storm yeah i use the r storm keyword yeah um and then the other one is traps traps are an action die that move to the field zone when used and stay there until triggered. When the criteria of the trap die's trigger is met, you must immediately send that die to your used pile and um, use its effect. What's great about the traps is they ha- kind of do it in three tiers, where it tells you what's the condition, what it does, and the ability. I'm so excited I, I have traps. a
2: question, if WizKids is listening. If a trap triggers, do I have to send all of them to the used pile, or if, or just one? So if I, I have think three of the you, same think, trap in the field. I think you
0: got to trigger all of them because it says you must. That's kind of crazy. It's just like in Blast from the Past when the dad's so, trying to explain baseball and he doesn't understand why he has to go to second. So must. What,
2: so what if you can't fulfill the condition for the trigger? Like it says trigger and then do this. Do you just send it to the used pile and then lose it? Or do you not do it at all? Yeah. That, that's so why
0: would you question. trigger it? Well, it.
2: It says
3: you can't it control says, it. It's yeah,
0: like you you know it's like a bear trap. If you step in a bear trap, you can't just like say don't activate bear trap. You
2: can't. You don't. You don't have You're a remote controlled bear yeah. trap. Yeah. When someone steps in it, it goes off. So yeah. Also, I thought you get. Also, don't step in bear want. traps. That's no, no. That has no, it, to be triggered, and what it sounds like is yep. you must yeah. use it. Oh, yeah. So kind of interesting. There'll be some yeah. questions about that. Yeah, I'm sure.
0: we'll, 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 we'll probably see it in the rules forum somewhere.
2: I was wrong. There's one other keyword that made it into the other stuff from D and D, and that's regenerate. Oh
3: yeah, oh, yeah. D and D original. But I think
0: regenerate. regenerate is kind of relatively. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows what regenerate
3: that. does now. Yeah, everybody. That's a really rude statement. So if there's a listener out there that doesn't know what regenerate is, just it's yell. Roll, you roll the dice and bring it back in the field. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: If it, I'm if, sorry for being so insensitive. <laughs> I'll try to be more politically correct on our Dice Master podcast.
3: It does not trigger a KO ability. No, it It, doesn't. It replaces. Yeah, Send send
0: all your hate mail to Dr. J, please, for that one. Yeah. Um, All right, guys. So I'm excited for the new D&D set, and I always like to have a refresher course with some of this because as much as I like some of these keywords and abilities with all the other IPs and stuff, you don't see some of these being used a lot. And it's a good way to get a refresher or if you're new to these keywords to kind of learn how they work before you jump in and, you know, have it backfire. And
3: (laughs) and drafting with those draft packs, I'd look for experience and gear and try to work those a little bit because those are things that we don't play with as often.
0: Yeah. All right. So we will have both of you guys back in a second to do a reverse around of that. All right, guys, we are here with the full crew. So we have... Dr. J, the KO King, and the Global Guru. Guys, how are you guys doing tonight? Really good. good. Um, it is time for us to do another rat of that because somebody mentioned last episode we haven't done one in a while. <clears throat> Did I? I? I wonder who that is. Oh, you're looking <laughs> at me. <laughs> Was it uh, me? Yes. You. <laughs> um, so this time we decided to switch it up yet again because we always tend to do for some reason super rares (laughs) that are insanely bad so this time we're taking the super off of it and just doing the rare of an actually good card i don't
2: know i call i I call it a stupid rare because it's stupid
1: (laughs) it's not really good i've never seen it really played so would you guys disagree so other than the crazy good bard that's now banned is this the next best card no it used to be it's it was up there, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it no,
2: was, ab- absolutely. It still is nope. the most. overpowered card is. In I, I
1: I would agree cube. Is
0: no, the nope. most I, think, I think this Lantern is more ring. powerful. No, nope. I think yep.
1: cube is. Lantern ring. All right. Well, yeah. that's a, that's a discussion yeah. for another time. Yeah. Either, either but, way, it needs to be a. Yeah,
0: but ever since this card's release, I've seen at professional uh, at high level competitions at least one of these teams show up. Before
2: this set released, I read the card in the spoiler and just was dejected because I was like, this is changing the game. This card is going to make this game so much less fun for me. And
1: it it has changed the game. It it really does. It it can make almost any team playable. Yeah. So so
0: we'll keep from... Have you guys guessed it yet? We're talking about the rare lantern ring from World of Life. We haven't told them yet.
1: <laughs> I thought we'd already
2: told them. They're all
1: like, oh, "What is this great card?"
0: Rare lantern ring, limited by imagination. It's four cost bolt. Its ability is continuous while I'll add active. i
3: subtitle on when, that. When,
0: when your character attack, they deal one damage to target player for each energy symbol in your reserve pool that matches their type. So if you have a mask character in the field and three masks in your reserve pool, you're dealing three damage when it attacks.
2: Or if you have three mask characters in the field, field, and three in your reserve pool, that's nine damage. That's like half of your opponent's health, gone. Yeah. Nothing they can do about it.
0: I purposely mentioned mask because I knew it would make Jared even more salty Stupid about this card. <laughs> oh my gosh. am <laughs> right. so I'm,
2: I'm, timely, I'm, too, though, that we're talking about this because one of the WKO prizes this time around is a foil. Not rare one of them. Ring.
1: Not one of them the prize. Yeah. Is, yeah, the first you're right. You the are rest,
2: first are the even, rest are crap. The
1: rest are And if you look this at it, gotta admit, it is a beautiful card. It is card. a beautiful card. Even yeah. if I don't
3: play it that often, i want that card. i always did yeah. like the artwork and, on and, this and, card, and so so
0: what cool. i really think is this last round of competitive wkos and stuff might be its last hurrah um because it, thank goodness it's, oh. it's 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 also getting near rotation again so they may rotate it out and there are other viable win conditions that m- people may be leaning more towards because this is an older set now i yeah. think yeah. cube is stronger
1: but no it, it will way. be, next rotation. Yep. I mean, War of Light is the oldest modern set, so we know it's going yep. out at the next All right. rotation. So how are we going to nerf this card? Can I start by nerfing it by taking away the ruling that was given on it? So the ruling... Yes. Oh, absolutely. It actually... Gives each of the characters so it's attacking.
0: Yeah, it's an applied ability, an applied on, ability. on top of it's it. It's a granted yeah. ability. Yeah. It yeah. grants granted. this
1: ability to all these other yeah. cards,
0: yeah. which which makes it harder because a lot of the ignore the text <laughs> is ignoring the text that's printed on the card itself. So this tends to get around it. Like I, the, the one ruling
1: that zombie uh, Magneto. Yeah, I don't that's know why it. they did it because, yep.
0: I mean, it it seemed to be a good it balance. was a good counter yeah. that and, worked
1: really well and. And it was They, they ruled op- that yeah. it basically does doesn't not do that. Yeah. It doesn't blake him anymore. I'm ready to
3: bring Zombie Magneto back. I've already talked to Jared
1: about this. Because <laughs>
0: <'cause, 'cause laughs> I thought so Zombie Magneto at a six cost, that's a reasonable ability for him to have. The
2: Lantern yeah, Ring absolutely. at a six cost would also be totally reasonable. Why <laughs> yeah. do they make it a
0: four? So purchasable. So, so, so you know for you to hard? nerf it is to increase its, it its, its buy cost, right? You you know a what? six stair- is too <laughs>
2: cheap for it.
3: You know what makes me laugh about that Zombie Magneto ruling with it, though? It took Zombie Magneto, which was a great counter to... Arena, Gobby, all that stuff, and then as soon as they ruled on that, everybody was like, Sonic Magneto is not very
2: good because it doesn't nerf because the ring." Because it doesn't yeah. nerf the because, ring. You know why? You know ring why? was keen. It was so good. It's so insanely powerful, yeah. and everyone like, was using it. Oh, to that be card doesn't work on the yeah. ring. Then it's not worth putting on my team.
1: Because yeah. everyone was. was playing
2: the ring. So if
1: we oh, kept, man. if we kept the cost and kept the ability. What What if we just said maybe... I, I
0: would drop the continuous. Make them draw and roll it when they want to use yeah. it. That, that's a good yeah. one. But, but that, that doesn't good. thematically fit. i put my ring on. That or make yeah. it a quick... So, make, yeah, make 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 equi- put it, it on, in, your put field it on one character. Ooh, that would be one good character. to make it yeah. A, yeah. So it's a
1: ring that
2: you attach kind of like yeah. the ring of magnets. Because then you'd have to buy multiple of them to get multiple characters to yeah. trigger. That would have been great. That's a good one, absolutely. Yeah, but I, I, w- I, w- would, I, w- I cool, would
0: want right? them so instead of how they have Novacore uniform, have it drop in the field so it's still thematic that the ring is searching for its next user. Mm. So it has make to it something or something yeah. like if yeah. this
2: character leaves the field, then immediately attach it to a different character or something like that. They should here, no, here we go. Day. Make
1: it, make it, <laughs> make it D and D gear so it has to only be applied to, can't to, even to D&D it characters. Can't characters with oh, the equipment. So good <laughs> can't attach yeah. it to its own be- set because elf uh, is <laughs> played enough you know it it would still be a decent
3: card if it attached to something and then it only came through that one character
2: right that probably make it almost perfectly balanced yeah (laughs) so i think that's a good idea another way you could nerf it is by fiddling with the ability a little bit so i think that what it should be is it it doesn't stack on the same character multiple times so if i had three morphing jars in the field it would only work for Morphic one, jar, one time time jar. or something yeah. like that. Mm. Like, that might be able Another a Another way
1: is you, you make it a max of, of one damage per character. So even if I have three yeah. masks and attack with one, it still only does one damage. Oh, yeah. that would be so nerfed, though, no or, or it played. would get played. It would basically be... It'd be like all the other cards, the it, average. That's the thing.
2: Like, we've played with it so long that card would be really good if we hadn't had the Lantern
3: no, be what it is. Because think of Cheetah. Cheetah, Cheetah has that
1: ability built in. But, but what you just described, described is a Lantern
3: battery. What you just described <laughs> yeah, is almost yeah. a Lantern battery.
0: Or, or how about you, you would have to move it, like, like some of the other continuous dies, move it to the use pile when you use its ability.
3: I think and, and limiting it to yeah. one die. Yeah, I like Because that. that does come into play sometimes. If you you know If you couldn't get the first one, you'd just buy a second one and it would come out. Unless you're playing Jared because the ring always rolls against Jared, so you're good.
2: Yeah. It never doesn't roll at all. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. I've noticed so that. Dumb.
0: like if I if I'm having a bad rolling day, I just pull out a lantern ring team to play against Jared and I will actually roll decent for oh once. Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> it's so frustrating <laughs> playing against you people with your rings. <laughs> I hate it. The the thing about the ring with and this is
3: how I feel with Bard and Holder, all those things, it's just it. Eliminates the cost of things, and the ring kind of makes every character with energy really good.
2: Yeah, it it, it like Zach especially an oh, basically the day. turns well, them into cheetah, but better. What,
0: what if we turn this to a to a crossover die? So you have to roll all the energies for it.
2: All four energy types. Oh, it should be all yeah. four energy yeah. types. It's a four. Like Make the, it like a white lantern. What if but it then the, you can't know where it is because it's an action die. Yeah. What a perfect. What I love if it, it was
3: the opposite, so you had to, it was all energy that was not in your field. So if you attack with mask, it, it would have to be a non-mask.
0: <laughs> That's <What>? too confusing. <laughs>
2: what? So you're saying if I attack with a mask character, it deals one damage for every... Energy that I don't have in my field, like bolt fist. Yeah, no. that's way no. better than what it is. <laughs> no, no, it yeah. would just deal the one. Then you just steal. spend all your energy and attack.
3: I, I
0: think, Russ. But you couldn't got do a mono with energy. With our... <laughs> huh? So you couldn't do a mono energy team. Yeah, you couldn't build team. a mono energy team. You'd so have it would to take away from, from the mono
1: energy. Here's another idea. way you could do it um, for every time they attack, you have to spend that energy. So if you have two masks, you spend it. So you can divide it on which characters attack. Let's say you have three mask characters. While they attack, you have three masks, so you're doing three damage. Because for each one, you're spending... Does that make sense? <laughs> but how would you calculate the damage? You, for, for each mask. So if I have three, and then just whoever attacks that's a mask, I can now spend that energy as damage. What if... So it's, it's three damage if I have three masks in my... Reserve hmm. pool. Then it's then you can't reuse it again to like blink him back and yeah you'd have to spend it you have to spend yeah. it. So I attack, I'll spend one two three. I deal you three damage. That's kind, that's quite, kind that's, of how. Yeah. Quite one of the, the nerf though. What, what,
0: isn't like the havoc or something that does something like that? Um, uh, or, no,
1: it's uh, pyro. Right. Well, where, you can where, you, when he's filled you, yeah. uh, you can pay something like that. Bolts I, yeah, or something I think like one I feel like I, one one it's not exactly like that. But what if
3: you? What if you multiply? Like you do now,
0: Russ. I really can add. Why are you making me multiply? But then
3: you divide by the number of, let's say, I'm using mass. If I attack by mass, I divide it by the number of mass in my opponents.
0: Are, going. You, are you gonna also make no. me do like? <laughs> no I, I no no. I like where Russ is
2: going with this. I like where this is, Russ is going with this. You you square it though. Right. And then you take the square, then you square root it after you add some stuff or whatever. You just make it into an algebra equation. Yeah. It could be
0: really, really amazing, but no one would ever play it because they'd have to do an advanced equation in order to figure out the damage. While while you're at it, let's add some summations. You know, let's. Do a little bit of derivatives too. Like, calculus level is required to play this card. Somebody
2: somebody would make an app where they say, Punch in this information, <laughs> and we'll spit out the damage. No,
0: no. I, I would bring a whiteboard. I'd do the calculations right in front of you because that's totally a power play. <laughs>
2: there. That
0: deals you two damage. That's a, like what if
2: intentional you... stalling, right? What if you...
3: Let's make it a one cost. But blank, R- I'm
1: down with that.
0: R- Russ, do, do you understand this is a reverse around oh, that, we're right? I'm
2: trying to
1: make <laughs> it better. You, you know what I didn't like about it is when we were doing the drafts and it's a rare, so like maybe one person the would one get The one person draft. who you know, gets it I wins. Think, I think Brock pulled it and he won. So, one thing you could do besides nerfing it in some of these other ways, make it a common so now everyone's getting it.
3: That Or a lot more. That people. draft, as much as that said, is fun to draft because there's a lot of things. It's way better if that card never appears in it.
0: Yeah, you yeah, yeah, other Cause, people would cause have Because it chance. allows you to play the synergies that are built in that set. Because yeah. there are some great synergies in there, but it all gets dwarfed because of that one card.
3: That super rare battery is awesome. It gets overlooked because of that lantern ring.
0: And you didn't see it as much
1: They're
2: both drafts, super, super rares, rare. too. Like... <laughs> How can one super rare be so much stronger than well, the other one? One's a rare,
3: one's a super rare.
2: Oh yeah, no, yeah, the super <laughs> rare's garbage compared to a rare card. Oh, I hate that. Oh, it's such. A- uh, right. It should be a limit one die. It's something, something else. Something else might work as if it only did damage to characters instead of players. So so kind of, of, of like a breath it, weapon. Type yeah,
0: it, yeah yeah yeah. That, that'd, that'd be that'd be solid. You know. Um. So like that's you know really. It's, I think this is more of, we'll, we'll sort of miss your lantern ring other than Jared, but
2: don't let the this, door hit you in the butt <laughs> on the way out,
0: <laughs> but, you know, um, so let us know, how would you nerf lantern ring? Um, shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net. Is it considered nerfing? If you just light it on fire?
1: You have to be wearing It's lost it. its ability. If yeah. you, if, you bur- <laughs> if if somebody
0: lights a la- rare lantern ring on fire, could you please send a video to us too? I'd love In to. In
1: order see it. to play it, you have to be wearing a lantern ring. Oh, like, yeah. Like, what? Was it Diego that would always wear one? Yeah. Who was it that did that? Um, it wasn't a d- lantern that was, ring. That just that had a. The, that, had
3: was a true, that was somebody who would wear the black like lantern ring when they would play their black lantern team. Who would do that?
0: Yeah, but you'd never say the oath.
3: I didn't, but.
0: Nerd! <laughs>
3: <laughs> I did. <laughs> I will say that I didn't always play. They'd one. probably sell I a lot more rings if they made them wear rings.
1: you can get I, them for like two yeah, bucks. they're great. Yeah, you know. Well, you could you could really raise that price up. <laughs> they cost two bucks. Maybe it's just it it's be like, like 50 plastic, cent. man. Why I have yeah, I away? have a
3: blue ring and a black lantern ring. Yeah. Instead, I mean of they a, have really nice dye, metal wands come that
0: Yep. So yeah, let it let us know how you would nerf it, or if you just think we're wrong and this card is perfectly fine. Only equip it to certain rings yeah just, certain lanterns Ooh, that'd be great hal jordan all day hal jordan all day So you had a
2: green lantern one you had worked. a black lantern one you Ooh. had a or it only worked on characters with one of those affiliations
0: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that'd be cool yeah, that'd be way cool all right but yeah, uh, let us know um double burst at ktdata.net or facebook.com forward slash double burst gentlemen thank you so much um i think zach needs food before he collapses so he's let's hungry. go get food yeah. And that's it for this episode of the Double Burst Podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. What's your favorite basic action to use with the uncommon morph, and how would you errata the lantern ring? Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Check out doubleburst.com for past episodes, places to subscribe so you automatically get these episodes when they come out, and cool player resources. Make sure you check out the KO Kings Etsy shop at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash KO Kings Corner. You can get some cool custom Dice Master cards. So that's etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash KO Kings Corner. Big thanks to everybody who listens to the show. Everybody on the team appreciates it. And until next time, my friends, may your dice rolls be ever in your favor.